Welcome to the Kohani podcast from me, Isaac Mwema. This is where we build each other up in the faith so that we can be a holy and priestly people. This means that we strive for and are changed by God's presence while also influencing others to be changed by that same presence. Kuhani Podcast is supported by our friends and partners. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God and so we are. Father, many of us have not known about the love of the Father. Lord, even as elsewhere in the New Testament we are told of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. Many of us have not come to that point of knowing the love of the Father. But Lord, is indeed what you interacted with and we can even say was a great pillar of your ministry while here on earth that each and every day you were satisfied, you were refilled, you were refueled by the love of the Father. And so God, even before we are given the commandment to love others, we are called to the source of that love. That many of us love less because we have not experienced, we have not encountered the love of the Father. And that Father, many of us perhaps through the lies of the devil and our own flesh that have come through the painful experiences of parenting and the painful experiences of, of, of the male gender in a way that they were abused or they were betrayed or they were misused. The Lord, many of us have a preconceived idea of who the Father is and they have not come fully to know of the love of the Father. Therefore, at this moment, we pray that every of those strongholds be broken in the name of Jesus. We release, O God, a clear mind and a clear heart to perceive of the love of the Father and that we shall come to know of our identity in Him, that we are His children and that that is what we are, that regardless of what we own, regardless of what we have done in our past and regardless of of who we are in society, we are first his children. And that, Father, may that hold a good ground in our hearts and our souls that will give us exceeding joy and peace, O God, in the name of Jesus. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Lord, how many of us have been feeling like misfits. We've never really fitted in our workspaces. We've never really fitted in the corporate world. We've never really fitted even in our own family settings. We've never really fitted amongst the, our friends, our etchments. Because there's something of God in us that they fear, that they perceive, that they rebel against in us, O oh God. And that, Father, in the process, we become ashamed of the gospel. In the process, we want to compromise a bit. We want to look... Uh, um, we, we don't want to look like we are countercultural. We want to look trendy. We want to, to appease to them and to prove to them a point that we can still be, be, be worldly or, 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 or culturally relevant or what a view. But that Father may return us to this place to know.
that the reason why the world does not understand us is because it does not know you that in and out of itself our relationship with you will make us even to be far more distant from the world and that father we will embrace that place of god that we will embrace that place of being detached of being set apart of being holy oh god that we may proclaim of your deeds and your message oh god without any interactions with what is impure verse 2 beloved we are god's children now and we will be and what we will be has not yet appeared but we know that when he appears we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure father it is a good privilege to be called god's god's children it is a mighty and a glorious title that you have put upon us but you are saying there's even much more to come that there's more that has not yet even appeared and that it will appear when you appear that we shall be like you because we shall see you as you are my god and therefore father it is a principle that in our daily living in our devotion the lord as we choose to fellowship with you and to interact with you we are continually being uh, conformed to your image and that father on that day when you shall fully appear oh god we shall be fully transformed to be as you are my god therefore father we keep ourselves in this hope my god may you return uh, an end time mentality into your children again that they will live life in reflection of eternity that father due to the fact that the world is challenging all the more right now many people are so focused at the moment that we forget oh god about our eternal destiny and purpose that father may you lay it in us again to have that hope of glory to see you as you are my god that when you shall appear my god that this body of sin this flesh oh god of many of of many of many corrupt ways my god shall fall off and we shall be exactly as you are may oh god that the glory of that vision of of of, of the of your coming oh god engulf our hearts and our minds may eternity fuel us oh god each and every day my god to pursue you and the things of the kingdom in the name of jesus verse 4 everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness sin is lawlessness you know that he appeared in order to take away sins and in him there is no sin no one who abides in him keeps on sinning No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children let no one deceive you whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning for God's seed abide in him and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God and by this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is the one who does not love 
his brother. Friends, this is an invitation today that one of the infallible proofs of our conversion is that we continually grow in righteousness. It does not mean that we are perfect, but that even if there is a sin in our life, but that we continually keep on sinning to the point where we justify it and that we no longer feel the remorse and the sorrow of practicing that sin. Therefore, we have inhabited a heart that is not of God. And so let's go before the Lord in prayer that Father, even as we have a vision of when you will appear and we will be like you, we acknowledge that you have already appeared in your first coming. And your first coming was to take away our sins, that we may inhabit a new nature of righteousness, and that you have planted a God seed inside us, the seed of righteousness that is meant to mature and to grow, God, and to bear fruit in our lives, in righteous deed and acts, O oh God, not in religious good behavior my god but an inward outward transformation that even when no one is seeing even in our thoughts and our minds and our attitudes and our ambitions in the deepest parts of our hearts that we are transformed that is what a seed means the lord in the inner part of our souls and our hearts we are changed and that it grows oh god in mighty deeds and acts of righteousness outside so my god help us it's not like the people who are hearing this steal from others. It is not that they do not give to the poor. It is not that they do not do righteous deeds. But Lord, in the place of our hearts, many of us, oh God, are still in a place of continuous sin, oh God. And that Father, we pray this morning that Father, may you have your way in our hearts and in our lives. God, let the precious blood of Christ wash over us. And let the Spirit who came to remind us of the things of Christ remind each and every one of us that there is a seed of God in us that is meant to grow unto righteousness. Father, of everyone, O oh God, that is still in a continuous place of practicing sin, that they have justified it, a continuous practice of sin, that they have never seen any growth, they have never seen, O oh God, They've never seen any kind of progress within that area, my God, where they are sinning. Father, we pray that the mighty power of the Holy Spirit shall convict them in this moment in the name of Jesus Christ. And that, Father Lord, may you speak divine uh, 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 conviction on them. Speak, oh God, something of eternity that will burn in their hearts and that they will come back home. Every prodigal, my God, may they come in the name of Jesus verse 11 for this is the message that you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another we should not be like cain who was of the evil one and murdered his brother and why did he murder him because his own deeds were evil and his brothers righteous lord we acknowledge that the reason why cain found it easy to murder his brother was because he loved you conveniently while his brother offered the best of the livestock cain only offered just a portion of his harvest from the field a convenient sacrifice that revealed 
a convenient love for God and because of that he found it easy to murder his brother the lord you call us to the two greatest commandments that you gave us that when we love the lord our god with our whole heart and mind and soul that lord that will fuel us to love our brethren even as we started to pray that we should encounter that love of the father lord we pray that we shall not love you conveniently for lord when we love you conveniently when we love you when we find space to pray only when we have time when we find space to go to fellowship only when we are free when we want to do the things of god only when time allows only when we have money only when such and thing such and thing happen oh god that that slowly cultivates in us a heart that does not love greatly that you define love by sacrifice my god and that father the reason why we have not loved the brethren so much the reason why the modern church is so corporate like and that people do not even know each other well is because we have loved conveniently we have loved god conveniently according to what he can give us according to what he can do for us return us to that first love again that love that was on fire for you for when we find that Lord it shall be easier to love our brethren regardless of what they do regardless of how difficult they are we shall find the love that has fueled us to love them again and again do not be surprised brothers that the world hates you we know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers whoever does not love abides in death everyone who hates his brother is a murderer and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him so lord may you spare us from being murderers like cain that a murderer spirit resides in us when we love conveniently may you have your way in the modern church of god return us back to acts chapter 2 of god verse 42 where they loved even with their possessions they loved each other lavishly oh god by uh, being under the apostles and the teachings of the of god together and they visited one another oh god whether it was sunday or not that father they were able to live life as a community oh god even invading each other's private spaces my god because the life of the gospel meant more to them than just a sunday religious thing that we want to tick the box that we went to church therefore lord take us back to this love in the name of jesus christ that lord we will love our brethren again and again in the name of jesus we are too sensitive for love today in the cancel culture that whenever our brother does something whenever someone does something to hurt us we cancel them that we don't give them room to grow again that immediately we have formed preconceived opinions of each other we label one another so quickly we are so quick to say that this is of this denomination or this is of this uh, uh, doctrine or this is of this camp and this camp we are so quick to divide my god we are a, polar, a polarized generation 
that when one person does one great thing to us, we say they are the greatest of all time, but that when they hurt us, they are the worst to ever exist. We are so sensitive for love in this generation, my God. Return us back to the heart of love. Verse 16, by this we know love that he laid down his life for us and we are to lay down our lives for the brothers. Lord, it is not convenient. The love that you're calling us to, O God, will cost us. Remind us of the cost of brotherly love in the church. That many of us have reasons why we don't go to fellowship. That the church hurt them in one way or another, my God. And that, Father, due to that, O God, they are shying away. They have built walls that no one can come in again. But Lord, remind us that in as much as we want to build walls, defense systems against hurt, we forget that we have not left doors to allow love in again. Therefore, we are in a dark place of death and stench because we are not refreshed by love. We have locked everything out, including the chance that the brethren could mature and grow from any of their pettiness, from any of the things that they used to hurt us, and that we can still find unity with each other, regardless of disagreements. Lord, may you help us. Lord, is it so that in our clergies we cannot greet each other, we cannot see each other face to face, and yet we come to the sheep and preach to them the gospel of the Lord? Return us back, O oh God. Return us back to see that without the love of the brethren, we cannot claim that we love you. Verse 17, But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what he pleases him. Lord, therefore, on every heart that is listening right now, and that they are being condemned by guilt, guilt of the past, guilt of the things that they have done in the presence, in the present moment, the things of God that they remember and they say, oh, how stupid I was. Every heart that listens to this, oh God, and feels defiled, and they feel like they, they are not worthy of God, we say that, God, you are greater, your mercy is greater, and that you know everything in their lives and their heart. Bring them to that place where they have confidence before you that God, their heart will no longer condemn them for there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We speak against every lie of the devil and of the flesh that makes them to have a low self-esteem, that makes them, oh God, to only be inward looking and they cannot look upward unto your greater love. Lord, we pray that you may raise their gaze to see you, to see your greater love, to see your greater passion, that they may come to a great place of confidence, that they will approach you, O oh God, to ask of everything, O oh God, before you in the name of Jesus Christ, and they shall be lacking of nothing. Lord, you have said that if we keep your commandments and do what pleases you, you shall fulfill every prayer and desire. 
We are sorry, my God, that we have thought of misusing prayer, of misusing our relationship with you, that we think we can get everything that we ask when we are not walking in keeping with your commandments and in pleasing you. But God, that if we are not walking in commandments and in pleasing you, then our hearts are in danger, O oh God, of only being self-gratifying, of only seeking for selfish means, of only idolizing ourselves. But that, Lord, when we are in keeping with your commandments, our hearts are free from only selfish motive. And that, Lord, we will have a heart for the nations, for the brethren, for people. That, Lord, when such a heart prays, you fulfill their desires. Verse 23, and this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. Thank you, Lord, that the spirit of God abiding in us is another proof of our conversion. But Father, we pray that in the in the nowadays church in, in the church today, the Lord, we are sorry that we have quenched the Spirit in us. We have quenched Him because we have put barriers to fellowship, and therefore we we won't know the extent with which the Spirit can enable us to love even difficult brethren. Lord, we have locked Him out from our worship services by being so scheduled and programmed that we don't give him the time and the space to move. Lord, we have locked him out from our lives because we have distinguished our lives as private and that of the church. We have put economic and then religious lives side by side. And therefore by that we have quenched the potential of the spirit to invade even our private spaces. Lord, we pray that the Spirit may invade our lives, that He is the infallible proof of our conversion. And therefore, may the Spirit of the Lord find His way in us again, return us back to the life of the Spirit as a community moving powerfully together, being changed and radicalized by the Spirit of God within us. Therefore, Lord, we give you the thanks and the praise this morning. You alone are worthy in Jesus' name.